The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good morning, and thank you for joining host Cheryl Esposito for an intriguing hour of Leading Conversations. Each week, Cheryl brings together big thinkers to the Voice America Business Channel. Now here's your host, Cheryl Esposito. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Leading Conversations. This is Cheryl Esposito. Today, I am so happy to have our very special guest, Natalie Ledwell. Natalie is a friend of mine who, actually, we have traveled the world together. Um, We have some good stories to tell, but we won't tell those today. Uh, The (laughs) best-selling author of Never in Your Wildest Dreams, she is the host of The Inspiration Show and Wake Up TV and co-founder of Mind Movies, which are really fabulous and revolutionary personal development products. She's currently working on a new product for kids, and we want to hear about that, too. Natalie, welcome to Leading Conversations. Thank you, Cheryl. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Really looking forward to uh, us finally having you know this conversation and having a chat. On the radio, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm so glad to have you here. So, where are you? Where are you today? I'm in Marina del Rey. So I'm in LA, which is where I live right now. You know, obviously, uh, for my accent, you can hear I'm from uh, from Australia. I'm actually, you know, I'm from Sydney, uh, but now I get to live in beautiful LA. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're from Australia. You spent most of your life there, right? As a kid? Yeah, so I, uh, I'm one of eight children from a very big family, a big country family. I grew up in a country town, oh. and then when I was uh, uh, 18 and old enough, I got the hell out of there, <laughs> moved to the big smoke, <laughs> moved to Sydney, <laughs> and then uh, when we started our My Movies company, uh, because we, you know, when we started, we really didn't know anything about the internet. Um, and uh, my movies was we were starting to get some traction and having a lot of people just go look you know these things are changing my life um, and uh, and my movie for those people that aren't aware is is like a it's a little video that you create uh, which is a movie of the life that you want to create for yourself so it's a combination of affirmations photos and music um, and so we decided to come over to the US in uh, 2008. Um, we've joined a, a mastermind group, an internet marketing mastermind group, because our product was digital, so we're like, we have to figure out this marketing thing, um, right. and then it was just great guns from there, so so it's, uh, yeah, it's been quite a wild ride. <laughs> well, and so you you were pretty young when you started this company, right? Uh, 40. I was 40 when we started. You were so, 40? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so, so I want my listeners to understand that um, Natalie, Natalie looks like she's 20. And so, <laughs> and so I'm thinking, you know, I know she didn't start this company, um, you know, very long ago. So, well, okay. So, but, so then that means 
that you had a lot of life experience before that happened. And there a lot happened before you were in between the time you were 18 and moved to Sydney and the time you were 40 and started this company. Um, so what got you focused on the personal development industry and really wanting to help others? Yeah. Well, uh, my first career was in the fitness industry. I started. Te- I left school when I was 15. I started teaching classes at 15. Um, and then when I moved to Sydney, uh, I started, you know, I was teaching classes there, but I started managing my first uh, fitness center at the age of 21. Um, I really had no idea what I was doing. I just talked my way into that job. <laughs> and, but the great thing about the fitness industry is that they, um, especially in Australia, they were very uh, proactive in making sure that their, their teams and their staff was a, a simple, was aware of a lot of personal development um, material. So I got handed my first set of cassettes by Brian Tracy when I was 21 years old. So I've uh, always been an avid student um, and also, you know, because of, uh, you know, my leadership roles in, in managing clubs and speaking on stages to the big uh, conferences there, um, I was already doing, you know, speaking and, and uh, an advocate for, for personal development. Right. Uh, then I met my husband, and uh, we bought a nightclub, and life went sideways for a little while. <laughs> um, it was an interesting interesting little journey. We had a nightclub for five years in Sydney, and then um, a whole bunch of different businesses. And then, of course, a friend came to us with this idea of, of setting up, you know, uh, he showed us some movies that he was making and uh, said, look, you know, I want to start a business where we, you know, we sell the instructions for this online. Um, and... At the time, Glenn and I had four different businesses. We had three coffee franchises, and we had, like, a network marketing business as well. So we really needed another business, like, a hole in the head. And, like, <laughs> to say that we knew nothing about the Internet, like, I hadn't even heard of YouTube, and this is 2007. Uh-huh. And Glenn, um, I, if he, he wanted to do the banking, I would have to turn the computer on for him uh, and uh, log him in so that he could do the banking. This is how, you know, little we use the computer. Um, but, you know, you're right. When we came to, even though we had no technical skill, um, we owned 20 different businesses in all different industries. Um, and so when it comes to the application of how to successfully run a business, we were combining our past business experience. Um, you know, obviously, I looked back in every single business that we had. Uh, there is some kind of life skill or business skill or something that we learned from those experiences that we applied to my movies. And I honestly believe that if we hadn't have gone through that experience, number one, we wouldn't have recognized my movies for the opportunity that it was, mm. and we wouldn't have been able to, to uh, you know, capitalize on it or, or, you know, take advantage of it like we did. So you sound like the penultimate entrepreneur, and I'm always curious about how this begins in people, you know, given the what you've said about how you just, did it. You know, at 18, you said, I'm moving to a different place. That, you know, 21, you are willing to do something that you've never done before, manage a fitness center, but you do it anyway. At, you know, the next thing you do is, is start a second business. I mean, so it sounds like you simply take risk, and, you know, which entrepreneurism requires the ability to take risk. Was this you know, was this in you as a kid? Did you have this kind of go for it, uh, you know, run and jump off the 
tree limb, when you, like, tree branch when you were climbing the tree. I mean, did, were you a risk taker as a kid? Yeah, you know what? Yes, and um, I I had leadership qualities back then as well. You know, I uh, was at home for Christmas, so I normally go back for about a month over Christmas and New Year's because it's summer and it's you know, and I get to see the family. And I had yeah. uh, lunch one day with a friend of mine who I knew since we were five. We went to the same primary school together, different high schools, and then we sort of um, met up again as adults. And uh, he was reminding me of, of a situation that happened when I was at, um, in primary school. Um, and there was, I think, one of the teachers, he, he was acting inappropriately. And, uh, and I started up a, like a, um, a, you know, got a, a whole bunch of signatures. I went to the teacher. I was leading the charge. I was, wanted to look after the girls. And, and the teacher ended up getting transferred. And I completely forgot about this. I'm like, wow. Like I was even having, you know, stepping into leadership roles back then. You know, um, and uh, and it's it's just kind of come naturally to me, and I find that you know when I'm in these different situations, like now, you know, I'm also a member of the Association of Transformation Leaders, which is yeah. a Southern, Southern California group, or well, I'm chair of the steering council <laughs> for that group as well. So I was like, hmm. So maybe uh, maybe leadership is where I feel comfortable. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, and so you were one of eight kids. What number were you? I was third youngest, um, and we kind of like, yeah, it's, we're two families put together. So my dad, uh-huh. my actual dad, and um, I'm the oldest of him, and I've got a little sister. And then uh, he met mom, and mom's first husband left her with six kids. So that's how I've become, you know, in that in that hierarchy. But uh, but I'm the oldest of my dad's kids. Yeah, yeah. So you know the when I think about that, okay, so you're you were the oldest for a while, and oldest children do tend to have strong leadership, the ability to have vision, and so it sounds like in some ways you started that way, and then as part of eight, you still had to somehow make your way, and so you just didn't want to get lost in that whole group. Um, you know, I, I always want to know a bit about my guests and where they came from as a kid, because I find that some of the most uh, transformative moments in our adult life can actually be tied back to uh, moments and things that were reinforced in us as children. And, and, you know, that brings me to what you're doing now with your latest project. It, it involves developing something for kids. So talk about what you're doing, this new project that you're working on, TD for Kids. Yeah, so this is uh, this happened quite by accident. <laughs> um, I uh, had created a children's version of our Mind Movie software, you know, because we've created software to make it easy for people to make these Mind Movies yeah. themselves. And then I didn't know what to do with it. Like I'm like, I don't know how to to uh, market to parents, and I just had the like the insight to be able to to create it. And then I didn't. And then I'm like, oh, now what do I do? And uh, as luck would have it, because I set an intention to to get it out to the world, um, a mm-hmm. friend of mine was living in Medellin in Colombia. So he was talking to the dean of the university down there. Next thing you know, I'm on a phone call with the dean of the university, Mario, his interpreter, and my friend. <laughs> and uh, they're like, you know, w- would you be willing to donate, you know, some accounts to work with underprivileged children here at the Mind Movies? I'm like, yes, I would love to do that. 
And then he goes, could you also create a curriculum uh, for the teachers to teach in the classroom? And I'm like, uh, uh. yes. <laughs> uh, what do you need? <laughs> he gets, you know, 12 lessons, um, you know, homework for them to take home and introduce their parents to the concept. Um, then, you know, uh, can you also address bullying and early school dropout? And uh, he gave me a two-and-a-half-week deadline to get it done. I'm like, no problem. I hang up the phone. I go, oh, my God, I have no idea how I'm going to do that. <laughs> so... Um, what uh, what I do, what I am very good at is being able to attract the right people to a project like this to get it to happen. So I um, ended up connecting with a woman who is a teacher. She specializes in early age curriculum. So I knew the content that wanted to be, you know, that I wanted to teach, um, but she was able to put it into a curriculum format for teachers. And I, I trained the first 40 teachers on that curriculum through a webcam. I'm here at home in a, with my webcam into a classroom in the university down there in, um, in Columbia. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so and now we have this amazing program, which we're looking at. I'm in talks with uh, teachers in Australia. Uh, we've got a group here in Detroit uh, that also we're ready to go with a pilot test mm. here. Um, we, it's being taught in Columbia and Dubai. Um, and so it's really being this global uh, project, which has just been incredible. Um, and like I said, I, I can't take full responsibility for it. I just seem to be able to bring, you know, attract the right people uh, and, you know, we seem to be getting it out, which is, you know, it's fantastic. Well, and, you know, that's the leader in you. And it's also, you, as I listen to you, what I think is you were just one big yes. And (laughs) you, you you don't see limitations. You first say yes and then figure it out. And... I'm wondering how you know what you say yes to and what you don't, or is there anything you don't say yes to? Um, you know what? I've got very clear on, um, especially this year, on what my message is and how I want to show up as a transformational leader. Mm. So if something's not in alignment with that, uh, it's easy for me to say no now. You know, last yeah. year I felt like I was kind of, you know, I had too many yeses, too many plates in the air, wasn't really getting traction and getting anywhere with any of them. So uh, this year it's, it has to be in alignment with how I'm showing up in my message, how I'm showing up as a leader. But, you know, my, my uh, quote of, the, you know, my, how I live my life <laughs> is an Australian saying. It's that I just bite off more than I can chew and then I just chew like hell. <laughs> <laughs> And and uh, so then do you just spit out what you don't want, or? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I don't believe that you have to have all your ducks in a row to get started. Yeah. I, I believe that the momentum that you create, and um, and the thing is, I'm always open to the surprise on how something's going to show up. You know, I don't be- I don't begin to assume that I know exactly how it's going to come to fruition because all the most exciting things in my life have never happened the way that I thought they were going to. So I remain open to that. Um, but I just need to start taking some action, get some momentum going, and then things always fall into place. So, you know, um, there's so many different directions I want to take this, but I'm going to take us to break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about Natalie Sudwell. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. 
Leadership is not static. It evolves as you do. At Alexa Consulting, we work with CEOs, senior leaders, and leaders in transition who want to make a difference. Leaders who believe that good business is good for people, good for the world, and knows that conscious actions can have global impact. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? If you are, then visit our website at www.alexaconsulting.com. That's www.alexaconsulting.com. Alexa Consulting, developing leaders worldwide. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. We appreciate you joining our leading conversations today. If you would like to participate in today's conversation, please call us now at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Now back to your host, Cheryl. Welcome back to Leading Conversations. This is Cheryl Esposito with my very special guest, Natalie Ledwell. Natalie, um, you wrote a book. Uh, a few years ago, called Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So tell us about this story, because it's a fiction story, and yet it feels a lot like there's a bit of autobiography in this book. Tell us about that. <laughs> yes, there's definitely a lot of my personal experience in there. So um, when I connected with uh, my publisher, they, uh, my publisher said, look, you know, I think you should write fiction. And I'm like... I don't even read fiction. <laughs> I don't know how to write fiction. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, okay. So I sat down and I really couldn't get into the, the swing of it. And I was like, why can't I write this? Why, why am I finding it so difficult? And, uh, you know, you mentioned before that I have a, a show called The Inspiration Show. It's like an online show I've been doing for about four years. And I was yeah. interviewing a guy who uh, created a movie, a documentary called Finding Joe, which is a tribute to Joseph Campbell. Now, I hadn't heard of Joseph Campbell before, and as we're doing this interview, he's talking about the hero's journey, as in, you know, a form of story writing. Yep. And, yeah. and I had the little, you know, the little penny dropped, I'm halfway through this interview going, hmm, maybe that's how I should write my book. <laughs> so um, <laughs> once, I, once I kind of realized, I had, I, I remember, it took me two, once I had that piece, it only took me two weeks to write the book. And I had these big, you know, things of paper up around the office. So I, I know which chapter, what part of the hero's journey, what lesson I'm teaching, and then it just kind of flowed from there. Um, mm-hmm. And I got to the end of it, and I'm like, mm, I don't know whether this is going to be clear enough, you know. Doing fiction was great because it gave me poetic license on how to describe, you know, how to, you know, find, figure out what your limiting beliefs are, what your core values are. Um, but I'm like, I don't know whether it's, like, clear enough. And, um, mm. and I'm like, how, how can I make this more clear? And then I was watching HBO, and uh, they have this thing, one of the shows, that, you know, stay tuned for, you know, behind the, uh, is it behind the camera? Um, and uh, so it's like this little, you know, behind the scenes video that they do at the end 
when they're talking to the director and so forth. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know what? Um, I could do that. So at the end of every chapter, there's a little QR code or a little URL that you go through to. We have an app that's connected to the book as well. And uh, it's inside the chapter. So it's, you know, the behind the scenes, what the actual lesson is, how to, it actually, how my personal experience plays into it. Um, and uh, so it's like an, an extension of that. Uh, so, because, you know, I'm a how-to girl, you know. I have a lot of people Absolutely. come to me, look, I know, law of attraction, this is great, but just tell me what to do. What's, the, my, what's my first step? <laughs> so, you know, my, um, my, uh, one of my stupid human tricks, I call it, is that I can look at something and break it down into a system. You know, yeah. to make it easy to follow. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, I thought that with the combination of the fiction and the with the behind the scenes videos, that it really, you know, people I've got a lot of great feedback from it. And like I said, it, it hit bestseller on Amazon. So, in self help, which was a big deal. So, <laughs> yes, absolutely, it is a big deal. And you know, it sounds like part of what happens with that is that you give people permission because if they can see that, you know, this is a lot about you then you give them permission to go even deeper in themselves and to make this about them rather than standing on the outside, reading the story, kind of nodding their heads, oh, yeah, I recognize that, but not taking it any further. And so you're really challenging people to say, well, no, wait, 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 you can't just read this and move on. Read this if you are so interested and do something about it. And so do you have people very often um, trying to get you to go beyond the, um, the, the digital interaction and ask them to work with you personally? I do. Um, I don't do a lot of personal work. I mean, I, I have a, an online program called the Ultimate Success Masterclass. It's a, uh-huh. a 12-module program, and I do a live call with that every week. So I actually get to, to talk with people there. Um, plus, we've, you know, we've built a whole technology platform to deliver that, and there's a forum where they can ask questions, and there's, uh, you know, they can connect with each other and find accountability partners. So I have that little bit of interaction, and I do get asked to speak on stage quite a bit. Um, and, you know, I don't, I, that's not part of my business model. So, I, you know, I do it because I like to. Um, yeah. But I, you know, it's not, it's not, uh, you know, I don't, uh, it's not my bread and butter. <laughs> but I do it because I love to, and I love that interaction. You know. Right. But, you know. So I what, what I notice sometimes about um, online trainings or self help development programs is that um, people start them and they don't often finish them. Hmm. Does it seem like yours don't have that problem? Um, I mean, of course, there's always going to be people that are going to fall into that category. Um, but, you know, for me, it's like if I'm going to produce a program like this, I want it to work and I want people to get a result from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the uh, platform that we've built for this program is, uh, you know, they have each of the students has mastery exercises for them to do. So, you know, knowing this information is one thing, but being able to apply it and live it, yes. is, that's what makes the big change. And so we've set it up so it's easy for them to, you know, to, to do the exercises, to actually start applying the information, to start adopting these success habits that's going to serve them for life. Um, and, uh, you know, they have lifetime access to the program. So we often have people coming through like two or three times. And the first one, you know, they'll get 
they will get to the end of it and go, I'm not even the same person I was when I started. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, of course, they go through the next time, it's a completely different experience because they're not, you know, learning everything for the same time, at, you know, for the first time. Um, but for me, it's like, let's set you off for success. I, wanna, I want you to win. I want you to, to have a change. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people that come to the program, I mean, you know, uh, my business partner, Glenn, um, who's actually my ex-husband, <laughs> we, uh, he's, uh, he's like the marketing genius of, you know, of mind movies. Um, and so mm-hmm. if, if people are looking for this kind of information, it's, you know, they normally find us. So we, we've reached about two and a half million people around the world so far. And we've got, uh, you know, one and a half million on our database at the moment. So, you know, we, we are really good at not only being able to help people find this information, but to really set everyone up for success so that they're actually seeing and feeling um, a complete change in their life. Because otherwise, right. what's, what's the point, you know? Well, and that's, I think, is not necessarily unique, but um, you don't always see that when you have products in front of you or online products in front of you where the goal of the creator is that you win. I think they stop short sometimes. Here's, they want to be, they want to share really good information and they want you to, they're hoping that you take it and do something with it um, because they really want to help. And yet translating that into the helping people to actually take to take action and then to be able to measure results. Um, I, I see that as being part of the key to why your products work so well. So, you know, Natalie, um, I know that your um, experience has been a lot of you saying yes and making it happen. And your, some of your moments in your life have not always been, um, shall we say, where you are happy or you are um, comfortable in the world or, you know, you're absolutely sure that everything's going to be fine. Tell us a bit about what some of your challenges, real challenges have been in your life. Yeah, so I think uh, the biggest one that comes to mind was the nightclub. So I, I went from a, an 11-year career in the fitness industry. You know, I was well-known around the country. Uh, I was speaking on stages. I was in this really positive environment where I was making a difference and really helping people. And, you know, I loved, loved working in that industry. And then, uh, you know, this opportunity came up to buy the nightclub. And Glenn was doing some party promotions before that and, it was, you know, we, when we sat down and we discussed it, we're like, you know, this is a great opportunity. You know, we don't have to be in the business for long, but, you know, it's a great way for us to get set up. We're in our 20s. I think I was 28 when we bought the nightclub. And I was like, you know, it will set us up. We can, you know, buy property. Like, it, it, was, it was a sound discussion and a sound decision at the time. And then we got into it. <laughs> And it was <laughs> awful in the beginning. It was just awful. Um, I was, you know, I was a, a, a morning person. I get up and open the gym at 6 a.m. in the morning, and now I'm getting home at 6 a.m. I'm closing the club at 6 a.m. Like, I'm up all night. Um, we had, you know, and, of course, it's a nightclub, so it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of, um, you know, uh, work to make sure that you fill the club. It's a lot of pressure. You know, we, we manage, like, we... Uh, we um, a whole bunch of renovations to the club in the first six months. So what we do is we'd 
you know, be renovating during the week and then Friday afternoon we go in, we clean up everything, we trade on the weekend, like we open and then go back to renovating during the week. We did that for six months and it was uh, individually and we just got married two weeks after we bought the nightclub and this, this is the first six months of my marriage and I'm like, we couldn't, we got to a point where we could hardly even speak to each other because we were so stressed. I'm like, oh, right. what's, okay, this is not good. So we sat down and, and we talked about it. And we just realized that, you know, we were just both stressed and so we were sort of cutting each other some slack. But I remember just thinking how I went from this positive environment to now, like, creating this environment for people to go out and drink and have a very unhealthy lifestyle. Like, mm, uh, and, I, and I had, I struggled with it. I really struggled hard in the beginning. And, um, and then I said to Glenn, look, I don't know if I can do this. You know, and, he said, and we talked about it. We said, well, if I go and get a regular job, then we'll never see each other. Glenn will be working every weekend. You know, I'll be working during the week. Um, and, of course, my priority was my marriage. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. I have to stay. So then I had to figure out a way to stay and be happy because mm-hmm. I couldn't stay and be unhappy. That this, Being unhappy was not an option. It was not a choice. Like, I, it, I had to choose yeah. and look at ways to be happy. And so I, you know, I stepped up in... You know, what was my gifts? What was I contributing? What was the positive part that I was contributing to this business? And of course, a lot of my management skills and, and business skills that I picked up, you know, on somebody else's dollar in the fitness industry, obviously came back to pay off tenfold for it. Um, and even at the end uh, of the five years, I remember the last night, you know, we had, had you know, celebrations and everything. And, you know, every one of our staff members said, whatever you're doing next, please let us know. We would love to come and work for you. They go, it's been awesome um, working for you. I'm like, okay, I can hold on to that. <laughs> well, that is a big deal, you know, because in um, the industry where you are, in the service industry where people come and go, you know, to have people who say this is probably the best people I've ever worked with, um, and, you know, I want to work for you, you don't hear that very often. You don't hear that very often. And and so at what point, you know, even though you have this gift and you're able to run a successful business and do it well, um, at what point did it become too tough to reconcile your dedication to being healthy and fit and helping people be their best to... You know, saying this, doing this, serving alcohol, um, you know, watching people make poor choices, and um, even though they're having fun, fun is good. Um, and I know you like to have fun. We've had a lot of fun <laughs> around the world. And, um, yes, we have. <laughs> you know, I, yes, we have. And and it sounds like this is one of those things that didn't align. You know, with who you wanted to be, how you wanted to show up. Um, I mean, I, I know in the beginning you started with that, but even as you were trying to figure out how to be happy and stay, did this kind of eat you? Yeah, I mean, I did. And, and like I said, I, po- I focused on the positive of it. You know, I'm like, okay, well, we have this nightclub. This is a service industry, so it was very similar to, to the fitness in that respect. And I'm like, well, if we're going to, to do this, then let's be the best at it. But let me, let me throw myself into it and be the best at it. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you can understand with that kind of an industry, you know, one nightclub would be the flavor of the month and then six months later it's, you know, no one's going there. 
And uh, we were able to um, be like the number one club in Sydney uh, for four of the five years that we were there, which is huge. Mm. Um, But we were very, very clear about the business that we had, what we wanted, the, the kind of experience that we wanted to create. You know, for me, it was like, I don't care if you're the DJ or the security guard or the glassy or the barback. You know, everyone plays an important role in making sure that this yeah. well-oiled machine is creating this beautiful experience for these people. Um, yeah. So, you know, for me, it was like, it, it doesn't matter whether, you know, every point of contact with someone that works here at this club, you, you're an ambassador for us. You know, we mm. want people to have a great experience. So when you're focusing on, you know, being the best at that, I think that's what really, you know, really helped to, t- to shift me. Um, and, uh, you know... So, uh, yes, I struggled with the, mm, this is not healthy. This is, this is, and even for me, like, sure. we would work four hours, like, sorry, four nights a week and then have to yes. get up till 6 a.m. in the morning and then we have to go back to three days of, you know, regular hours and, and then get back into the – so Fridays would be up for 24 hours, you know, yes. we'd, yeah, be up yeah. the whole time. So wow. even getting into that, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I must admit, I, at the end of that five years, I think it aged just 10 years. You know, because there's a whole bunch of other things that, you know, it's not just the stress of running the business and, you know, having right. to be on top and doing all of that, but, you know, there's all the politics of, you know, other people that, you know, that are in that industry that, you know, of course, the, all the, that, that goes along with that. But right. uh, thank goodness Glenn, Glenn shouldered most of that. I didn't know a lot about what was going on behind the scenes. Mm. But, you know, by the end of it, it's like, okay, this was a great experience. And, yes, we did, we actually did get to buy a house and, built another house on the property, so it really did set us up. But it's like, ooh, I don't know if I'd be doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, oh, one, like year, uh, yeah, one year after we sold the nightclub, the guys that, that um, bought it just ran it to the ground, and then we got offered it back again for no money, just, you know, for the, for the lease. Oh. And we're just like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, another example of where you just, rose to the occasion, you know, and um, we hear that theme in your life again and again and again, and, you know, so often people can get stuck in the, this is my lot in life, whatever it is, or this is the trauma that I'm experiencing, whatever it is, or this is the um, personal situation that I don't want to be in whatever it is. And they get stuck, right? They get stuck. Yeah. And it, it sounds like you just had this little switch in yourself that just didn't let you stay there. And that is unique. And I can imagine that a lot of people hearing this or hearing your story are inspired and yet don't necessarily believe that they can be that themselves. And so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about how people can get to that, get to the Natalie switch. How about that? (laughs) Awesome. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
Leadership is not static. It evolves as you do. At Alexa Consulting, we work with CEOs, senior leaders, and leaders in transition who want to make a difference. Leaders who believe that good business is good for people, good for the world, and knows that conscious actions can have global impact. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? If you are, then visit our website at www.alexaconsulting.com. That's www.alexaconsulting.com. Alexa Consulting, developing leaders worldwide. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. We appreciate you joining our leading conversations today. If you would like to participate in today's conversation, please call us now at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Now back to your host, Cheryl. Welcome back to Leading Conversations. My very special guest, Natalie Ledwell, the author of Never in Your Wildest Dreams and the co-founder of Mind Movies, a revolutionary personal development company that uh, can change your life. So, Natalie, um, you know, I was saying in the last segment that you just have this amazing ability to push through limitations, to not let um, fear or the, what, what, a lot of people would probably be saying to you, you'll never be able to do that, or you don't really want to do that, do you? Or that probably will never work. I, I just imagine you've heard that a few times. And yet you don't let that stop you. And, you know, you have another uh, story about how you were in that situation when you were creating mind movies. Um, share with us kind of what that journey was like. Yeah, that was probably, other than the nightclub, was the toughest time (laughs) in our lives, I would say. Um, And I remember that when, you know, our friend Ryan first approached us with the idea of setting up the website, and we're like, well, we don't know what we can contribute to this because we don't really know anything. He goes, that's all right, I'll teach you. We're like, okay, so, you know, bear in mind, we're 40. (laughs) And uh, learning how to edit videos and build websites and all these things that are so far removed from anything I've ever done in my life. Um, but we just knew that My Movies was such a great idea and we were getting so much, you know, positive feedback from, you know, people that were using the program. We're like, okay, we, we need to get serious about this. And uh, I remember Glenn's original Mind Movie had one of the affirmations in that was that we live in an endless summer. You know, and at first I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, right, whatever. Anyway, so uh, within 18 months, we were spending six months here in, in California and then six months in Sydney. So we're actually living that, that endless summer, which is cool. Mm. But uh, I remember we, we bought a program 
on the internet, which we found out you could do that, that would teach you how to, you know, do this online marketing stuff. And then the guy that created that program is a guy called Frank Kern. He's a legend in the in these circles. So he announced mm. he was doing a live event in April 2008. So I remember on the on the plane on the way over, I said to Glenn Wright, "Here's the game plan." I go, we need to meet this Frank guy because he's a genius and we need to somehow mm-hmm. get him to mentor us because he's awesome, right? And I go, and then we need to meet other marketers and just become sponges. Like, let's, let's get this done. But, you know, let's just, you know, be all encompassed in it. And, uh, of course, that uh, first uh, event, Frank announced that he was doing a, a mastermind and you had to apply for it. And I'm like, this is fantastic. I'm a master manifester. I can't believe I've created this. So, you know, I'm filling out the application form and, of course, Gwen and Ryan are sitting there going, what are you doing? And I go, like, are you guys kidding? I go, this is why we're here. We have to do this. And the problem was that the the mastermind was, you know, $2,700 a month. Now, Mm. when we came over to the U.S., we didn't really have any money. Uh, We had businesses back home, but that was all, you know, paying mortgage and car repayments and all that back home. Uh, we did have credit cards, though, which kind of saved our butt. <laughs> um, and so we're like, look, we'll figure it out. We'll find the money. It'll be fine. So, you know, we joined the mastermind, best thing we ever did. So we're getting towards, you know, our launch is going to be, we've scheduled it for September 2008. Um, and we're working 12 hours from our bedroom, like learning how to edit, edit videos and all these kind of things. Um, and there was a couple of things that we did to keep, you know, it was very, very stressful. We had a Mind movie, uh, which was about the success of the launch that we watched every day, and we watched it as a group. Um, we Every time we'd get, like, really stressed, we'd leave the apartment, we'd, we'd jump in the car, we'd go get a coffee, and we'd sit down at the dog beach because uh, we had two dogs that we'd left back in Australia. Mm. And so, you know, watching dogs being happy, playing on the beach, and, like, mm, yeah, yeah, this is really really helped to get us in a better vibration. And then we'd have these discussions, like it was just fun. Um, and we'd just be outrageous with it. That, that we'd have these discussions in present tense as if the launch was already done and it was a massive success. We're talking about where we're taking our families on holidays and the fancy restaurants we're eating at and, like, all, like what our life was going to be like, but like it was happening now. And then we could go back to work. We went back in a completely different energy. Um, and, uh, you know, we had, we had the copywriter, we had the JV managers and the guy that built the affiliate tracking system Somehow we convinced them to work for a percentage of the launch because we had no money to pay them up front. You know, and they, you know, and they had faith in us and they said yes, so thank goodness. But uh, so we get to pre-launch. So this one week's pre-launch, we're sending out all these content videos and this is when you start to build your list. And uh, our list went from 8,000 to 80,000 in a week. And it was growing Ooh. that quickly that our email delivery system shut down our account because they thought we were doing something illegal. Like, no, oh. no. <laughs> so we had to get that reinstated. And, of course, then this same said company decides to close down for maintenance the morning of our launch. Oh, no. They said, so we've got people that are just chomping at the bit ready to buy this program. So not only could we not stagger the traffic so we did, didn't crash the server, <clears throat> but no one was getting their confirmation emails that they purchased the program. So by lunchtime on the first day, we had 3,000 customer support emails. I was, and I was customer support. I'm like, oh, my God. So we ended up getting some friends to come around and really help us with that. Um, but also the morning of the launch, I remember looking at our credit card statement, and we had racked up $120,000 just on credit Ooh. cards. 
it was it was big. I'm like, if this doesn't work, we are toast. It's 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 all over, mm. you know. So um, I remember the the sort of so the first hour, we hit a hundred thousand dollars in the first hour. So I'm like, okay, good. Credit cards are done. <laughs> then we reached two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars by five o'clock that day, and we ended up uh, doing seven hundred thousand dollars selling a ninety seven dollar program. No upsells, no, no, nothing like that, just a straight $97 um, and had thousands and thousands of, of new customers. So we were, to say that it was a massive success is an understatement and it also was September 2008, which is when the economic crisis hit the planet. Yeah. So it could have gone yeah. either way, like, you know, <laughs> but um, I think because, you know, people were struggling they were looking for something. It was just a perfect storm. It, it worked out well for us, thank God. Right. Uh, the right. only problem right. was that uh, because we're Australian, we couldn't, we didn't have a bank account or couldn't set up a, mor- a merchant facility, so we were using PayPal as our payment gateway. Um, and uh, they shut down our account halfway through the launch week, and we were able to get it reinstated. But then they froze the account, and they said, "Look, no, you, you can't have." the money. We're like, what do you mean? <laughs> they go, I go, why? Yeah. And they go, well, you could get some refunds, but you know, this is, this is, uh, you know, how PayPal used to do business. I don't know if they do that now. Yeah. So, um, but we had a hundred thousand dollars just in postage. So they, they released enough for us to be able to pay the postage and pay the guys that, you know, that we were paying a percentage of the launch to, thank God. But then we go back to Australia and every time they said that they were going to release the money, they changed the mind. So mm. we try, we have to pay our affiliates. <laughs> So we had to take out a yeah. loan in Glenn's dad's name just so that we could pay them half of what we owed them. Uh, and in the end, we got an attorney involved and uh, they finally released, you know, the $500,000 that was left in there. Wow. And uh, wow. the only silver lining, like we, we were so close to going bankrupt, it wasn't funny. Um, but because of the what was happening economically around the world, uh, the uh, when we got the money back to Australia, we went over two hundred, around two hundred fifty thousand dollars just on the exchange rate, getting the money back. So we basically did a million dollar launch, <laughs> um, which was our goal because no one told us that wow. we couldn't. And but that's that's how it came to fruition. So that's kind of what really put us on the map. I'm like, man, if we can get through that, we can get through anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and you know, most people are hearing this and saying, wow, you know, that's a lot of luck and that is a lot of um, tenacity and, you know, people who just wouldn't take no for an answer and still have a hard time. I would say most most people, you know, living an average life, still have a hard time imagining that that could be them. They have wishes that that could be them. But most people have a tough time really believing that. If you were to help people to break through a limitation around that, how would you do that? Yeah, so um, I know that I just told you that really huge story, and I don't recommend that anyone does that. (laughs) That was crazy (laughs) and stressful and hard. Um, yeah. But, you know, when we looked at, at the business, uh, it, especially when you're looking at online, I mean, I think the Internet is a game changer and it has been for us. You know, we yeah. truly have a global audience um, and we get to reach, I get emails from people in Tunisia and Greece and, and all around the world. So, you know, I think that that's, that's fantastic. 
um, doing the internet business is also a low-cost way of starting something, you know, and especially if you're doing something like affiliate marketing where, you know, you have other people promote you, you're not paying any money up front. You know, you're just paying on the sales that, that happen through these other affiliates. So, and, right. and when we look at all the different ways that you can, like we have a friend of ours that has a numerologist.com. Now, he's, he's a bit of an introvert, but he's a numbers guy. So he built, honestly, I think he's got like 3 million on his database at the moment, but he built his list through um, Google AdWords because he's good with the numbers. You know, that's not my wheelhouse. Me and Glenn, we are, we are, um, we're people people. You know, we like, mm-hmm. you know, a building relationships. So affiliate marketing was the kind of marketing that, was, that suited who we are, what our strengths are. So... When you're looking at, at, you know, starting something like this, I, there's, there's no reason that you have to go big. You know, you just got to put one foot in front of the other. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, be very clear about where it is that you want to end up. You know, mm-hmm. at the beginning, you might say, look, I just want to be earning $10,000 a month, you know. Or I might we want to be earning $5,000 extra a month. And then focus on that. Um, do figure out something that's suited to who you are and what your gifts are and what your talents are. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to go through the, the process of creating a, a business like this, you want to make sure that it, it's fun. You know, for us, Glenn and I, you know, lifestyle was always very big on our, um, on our list, a high priority. Yes. So a lot, of the yes. conv- a lot of the decisions we made about the business was making sure that it was in alignment with what we wanted our life to look like. Yes. You know, because we really yeah. like to, to travel and, and, you know, we'd be with people. So, you know, you think we've just moved to a, a new country. Uh, we instantly have friends all over the country because we're doing business with them online um, right. and we're creating these great relationships uh, and, uh, you know, and, that's what, and we're all helping each other, you know, and we've been yes. able to create a, um, an environment where, you know, every year we have everyone fly in for a party, we do a mastermind, we're exchanging, you know, all these ideas and sharing ideas on what's working, what's not, how we can, you know, help more people. Uh, so we've kind of created this great little, you know, environment. But when you're clear about what that is and then you just, you know, you just take the next step. And you, you, like I was saying before, like I, there's always so many things that fall into place and you don't need to know the whole plan um, yeah. because, you know, it'll probably never happen that way either. But as long as you know what the next couple of steps are and just focus on that, you will be amazed at how things will fall into place for you, um, especially when you're really clear about where it is that you want to end up. And that, I believe, is, is the other key is most, not most, many people struggle with where's the end point, you know, what is the target. And it sounds like some of what people can do with mind movies is to begin to cultivate that so that they can put language to what they really want. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, a mind movie is, is so powerful in the way that it's, you know, when you're visualizing or putting yourself in your mind in this future that you want to create, uh, not only do you want to see that, but you want to feel what it's like to already be there. Yeah. You know, because emotion is vibration. And when we, we're setting up that vibration into the field, um, then whatever the vibrational matter that will then be attracted back to us. So the, the secret source of a mind movie is not just the, the affirmations and the pictures, but the music. It's like, it's the juicy juice. You know, if you choose a song that completely blows your hair back, that really makes your heart sing, and you associate that with this life that you're creating, it really helps you to, to easily um, be an emotional match, you know, to, that, to the future that you want to create. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we do a lot of work with uh, a guy called Dr. Joe Dispenza with his advanced workshops. And uh, we have, I help 500 people at these workshops, maybe around my movie, which is fun in itself. Um, but then we, you know, we're using them in the events, you know, and people are using, finding, you know, one slide from their mind movie and they're putting themselves in that scene. You know, they're using all of their senses and we're actually brain mapping people as this is happening. So we can actually see the scientific data of how, you know, how this is working. It's, it's mind blowing. You know, Natalie, um, you are a gift in this world, and I really, really appreciate who you are and how you show up and have always loved your energy and so admire your, just the big yes you are in the universe. You're an inspiration to all of us. I know people are going to want to know more. They're going to want to know how they can find all of these wonderful products to support their growth, how can they do that? Yeah, so our main website is just mindmovies.com, so M-I-N-D-M-O-V-I-E-S, mindmovies.com. So there you can actually download some free mindmovies that we've already created for you that you can start watching straight away. I mean, they're fantastic because they give you an idea of what you want to put in your own. Um, But, you know, you get access to my inspiration show through there, like I said, I do a little 15-minute show once a week um, and uh, a little shot of inspiration. And then, you know, all our programs and things you can actually find on that website as well. So, so yeah, mymovies.com. We'd love to have you come over and visit. <laughs> ah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, wow. And remember, everybody, the book is Never in Your Wildest Dreams because that, too, can help you kind of get out of your own way. Mindmovies.com, Natalie Ledwell. Thank you for being with us today on Leading Conversations. Thank you so much for, for uh, having me, Cheryl. It's, it's, I've had a fantastic time, which I knew I would, chatting with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and thank you for everything that you do in the world. You, you also are a gift, and I'm so happy to have you as a, as a friend. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And remember, everyone, to think big, because the world could be a better place because of a conversation that matters. This is Cheryl Esposito. Thank you for spending this hour with Cheryl Esposito and Leading Conversations. You can listen live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you have a question or comment for Cheryl, please email her at leadingconversations at alexaconsulting.com. That's L-E-A-D-I-N-G-C-O-N-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N-S at A-L-E-X-S-A-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.